Christ is coming on May 21st, 2011. to get out of Maria's nice, warm bed. Why do you have Grandma's Judgment Day book on my nightstand? Did you take it off Grandma's nightstand? <sighs> yes, Maria. I was reading about Doomsday so that I won't get nightmares. Sarah! Maria! It's an hour and a half drive to the Animal Safari Park. We almost there, Mr. Gunther. I have to use the restroom badly. Look, there's a sign for Annie's Country Cooking Restaurant. It's only five miles away from the Animal Safari Park. That sounds good. Why don't we stop there to eat and use the restrooms? Hi, y'all. I'm Annie, and I'll be your waitress. What can I get you all? I'll start with your table. My mama will take the next table. How many are in your party? Let's see. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us at this table, and one, two, three, four at that table. Hmm. That makes me think of the seven seals that are opened in the book of Revelation, Grandpa. That's right, Sarah. God told Daniel some very serious information about the end times that made him feel sick because he was so frightened, including that the graves would be opened and... Excuse me, sir. I don't mean to interrupt you. Mama will be back in the kitchen cooking your meat orders, so I'll need to get those, please. I'll have a hamburger. And and could you add some fries? Hop in, everyone. Here's the animal safari bus with no windows. I have a brochure that shows what animals we might see in their own habitat. Let's see, it says we may see giraffes, one-horned rhinoceroses, cheetahs, African wild dogs, Bactrian or two-humped camels, bison, and the amazing Sichuan talkin. Sichuan talkin? What's that? I've never heard of it before, but it looks like a combination of a bear and a giant goat. Sarah, can I see those binoculars? Yeah, hold on just a second. Sorry about the bumps. We'll stop here and everyone can get out. They can walk around, get cold, drink, some ice cream. The concession stand is right over there. Yeah, right over there. Just uh, don't touch the high-voltage electric fence. Whoa, did you see that red fox start by? Is it going to eat us, Grandpa? No, it can't get out of that enclosed area, Sarah. Aline, why don't you give me the baby? 
That way you can get your phone. Sounds like we got an email, hun. Oh, thank you. That would be great. Thanks so much, Mr. Gunther. You and Mrs. Gunther are like an uh, extra set of grandparents to our children. Mm. Seems like my, my friend is confused about Revelation, about the four horsemen on the red, white, and black. Look, the fox is red. Astro and I would like to walk with you and Grandpa. Great. Let me try to answer Aline's good question as we walk. Okay, let's see. I got Jonah and Lydia. Thanks, hon. Well, the four horsemen have to do with the entire duration of the New Testament churches from 33 A.D. until 1988 A.D., when God stopped using them, even as he stopped using the synagogues in 33 A.D. when Christ was crucified. By the way, Mark and Aline, that little pocket Bible you gave me last Christmas has been invaluable. Let me look that up. I believe what we want is in, let's see, Revelation 6-2, where it first speaks about a white horse. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. Who's on the white horse, Mr. Gunther? That is the Lord Jesus Christ, Esther. He has a bow in his hand, and he's going forth conquering and to conquer. This is how the church age started out, as it began with Christ gloriously working through the true believers and bringing the gospel to the world. And then there's a red horse, right? Yes, Aline. There is a rider on the red horse, as Revelation 6-4 states. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. behind, but like a goat in the front. Yes, a bear with two horns. He can use those horns like a sharp sword. That horn makes me think of the rider on the red horse. He had a sword, too. That is Satan. He has a great sword, which is the Word of God. He uses the Word of God and he twists or misinterprets the Bible to mislead the lost. And throughout the church age, he would sneak into the churches as tares who are unbelievers but appear saved, bringing in wrong ideas to corrupt the truth of the Bible. Finally, the Sichuan talking moved. I'll open the gate. Over there are the two humped of bacterian camels. They can spit and they don't lose any of the moisture in their bodies. What are those black animals? Those are bison. They look black, but they are very dark brown. We'll have to wait again until they move. If they don't move before long, we'll have to call animal control. Just like the black horse in Revelation. That's when Christ took off the third seal in Revelation 6-5. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. 
and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. Why does he have a pair of balances in his hand, Mr. Gunther? He has a pair of balances in his hand, indicating that the bread of life or the truth is hard to find. This is actually a warning to the churches and denominations that if they did not faithfully stick to the word of God, God would take away the truth they had bit by bit, eventually ending up with nothing as the true gospel becomes scarcer and scarcer. Excuse me, Mr. Gunther, but speaking of food, if you look over to your left, you'll find the giraffes looking for food. Sometimes they'll even eat a part of that thatched roof. Do we have to wait for you to open the gate? Yes, we'll have to wait a bit. We're on their schedule. Hopefully. (laughs) We won't be here for two hours. I may have to call animal control. Can't we just go through the gate? Oh, no. I might lose my job if we let one of the giraffes out. So what were you saying about the balances, Mr. Gunther? It's just like the animals that don't get as much food as they would like to eat. There isn't very much bread, so it has to be very carefully measured out and distributed. Our friend isn't moving at all, so I'm going to have to call Animal Control. Oh, there he is with the pickup truck. Look, the Animal Control made the Citron talk and move out of the way. Yes, and here we are now where the wild olive trees are. When the 10,000 acres were donated for the animal safari, we planted some olive trees. Not realizing that the roots grow way down deep and they are hard to pull up. So I never tell anyone I'm bored here at the wilds, or I might get the job of helping to pull up the roots of the wild olive trees. We have an hour and a half ride back home, and then Rudy will have some homemade chili and hot cornbread ready for us to eat. Thanks for helping me with the horsemen in Revelation. But there's one more, a pale horse. Yes, in Revelation 6-8, and I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. What's the pale horse? It is a spiritual picture of death, Jonah. It also represents the end of the church age. It became so corrupt and turned so far away from the truth that it is no longer bringing the gospel at all. Sadly, as of 1988, God is no longer saving anybody in the churches and denominations worldwide and without exception. And we are living in this time of great tribulation, right, Grandpa? Yes, Sarah, and the Lord is coming back right at the end of this great tribulation on May 21st, 2011. Are we going to see a sign? Yes, we are going to see his sign in the Bible. Remember, it says in Luke eleven twenty nine to 30, And when the people were gathered thick together, he began to say, This is an evil generation. They seek a sign, and there shall no sign be given it but the sign of Jonas the prophet. For as Jonas was a sign unto the Ninevites, 
so shall also the Son of Man be to this generation. We will know that we are at the time, the time of the day of judgment, on May 21st, 2011. The salvation of the true believers will be completed, and on that day, they will receive their glorified spiritual bodies in which they will be with Christ forevermore. Rudy, is there homemade chili and cornbread done yet? I'm so hungry. Well, boys and girls, it looks like we've come to the end of another one of our programs. We hope you enjoyed it. For a free audio CD of today's program, please write to Treasures from the Bible in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled A Day in the Wild. May God richly bless you and your family with His salvation. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!